From time to time, I like to go off the beaten path a little bit. And that's what I've done for this particular edition. What I wanted to do was share with you, for the first segment, a piece that I wrote myself. Um, A unique look at maybe it's a good idea to just be yourself and then try to be somebody or something else. And then for the second segment, I'm going to be a little more personal because I wanted to share with you some of the things that I have been doing ever since the last time this podcast was was going on. And there's a lot to look forward to as well. As I join you, this is Thanksgiving weekend, so I've got some segments lined up for that as well. And as a matter of fact, my Get Us Out of Here song is very much appropriate, I would say, for this particular broadcast. So, time to catch up. We're going to do it right here for this edition of the New Directions Podcast, and we'll get underway on the other side of this break. Life gets busy. Doing, giving, helping, teaching, showing up, loving, caring. It's easy to run on fumes. But you must remember to fuel your own heart. Your dreams, your passions, your health, you. Because you cannot give if you are empty. You matter too. I don't know how often people, when they write their copies for broadcasts such as this, write them themselves, or whether they just use something that somebody wrote for them. Well, in this particular case, I might have gone off the beaten path quite a bit. I wrote a a story that is about me. Something that was, as I'm sure you probably expected, baseball-related. And it's something that really had a lesson to learn also. And I want to share this copy with you. I just wrote this about two weeks ago. The story called Three Strikes and I'm In. I tried, but it just didn't happen. One day when I was, in ele- when I was elementary school age... I was in a retail store looking at baseball caps. Besides the Royals, this store had several other teams' logos, including the logos of teams such as the Rangers and most especially the Yankees. Being the baseball fan that I was then and still am today, I tried on all the caps, including the Yankees. The Yankees hat didn't fit. Strike one. Years later, I was in the Walmart in Shawnee, a store where I would eventually work. There was another ball cap display there, including, once again, the Bronx Bombers. This time, I couldn't even bring myself to put it on. Strike two. 
Finally, after online shopping became the rage years earlier, I had ordered a Yankee hat, and this was recently, based on the style they wore at last year's Field of Dreams game. I was thinking at that point that I could call myself a Yankee fan this year. After all, they had beaten the team formerly known as the Cleveland Indians and were looking very good. In addition, I had ordered a size extra large. So you would think that I was doing it right this time. But this XL was sized incorrectly. It didn't even fit my head. Strike three. Growing up, you try to be someone that you're not. As a child, I very definitely tried to do just that. I would say that in these cases, I tried to tell myself I was a Yankees fan when I would tell others that I wasn't. Perhaps in these three instances, I was being taught consistency and structure. These are practicing concepts, which I hope I get right someday. Moral, be the person you establish. You. The late, great Mr. Rogers said it about as professionally as he, as he could. Every show he ended with, you always make each day such a special day for me. And you know how, by just your being you. And there's only one person in the whole world like you. And I like you just the way you are. I think I'm going to go ahead and move into my second segment right now. Because this was a chance, this was a chance to do something that I've wanted to do for a very long time. I don't know who it was that introduced me to feel the dreams in the first place. But I have to admit that over time, feel the dreams, <clears throat> excuse me, has become my all-time favorite movie. And I was probably more hooked than I've ever been before as I watched the Yankees and White Sox last year. I was hoping to be able to run those bases last year, but an upcoming surgery said better not. So no more than maybe two weeks ago, ahead of a cold front, up in the Iowa area. I took my opportunity to to run those bases. Now this wasn't a long distance run by any means. I did not run super hard at all. But I did jog in kind of a home run trot. 
And it really, it really made me feel very good. Because I believed in my heart of hearts that I could run these. And I could have a lot of fun doing them. Ladies and gentlemen, I did just that. Things are starting, I think, to turn around a little bit. And as I'm joining you, as I said, this is Thanksgiving weekend. Good to get together with family. It was a lot of fun to do. And I think maybe I might have started to miss the main element of what the holiday season should really be all about, and it is family. I'm sorry I stayed away so long. But I think I found myself on Thanksgiving Day appreciating it a lot more. And for that, Lord, I'm very grateful. I'm feeling a little more at ease now. Maybe possibly the fun will return. I'm hoping to get a balance between the fun and the work this upcoming Christmas season. We'll talk about that later on this broadcast. But on the other side of this break coming up, I had some unfinished Thanksgiving business that I want to share with you. There's the matter of a story that is a very traditional Thanksgiving story. I'll tell you about it and kind of give you an early look ahead to something special that I'm planning on doing for Christmas. First of all, Thanksgiving old business, and we'll take care of that after we take care of this. For those of you who like a good cookie, may I suggest a place to you. This is Terry Runyon from the New Directions Podcast, here to talk about the Crumble Cookie Company. Located in North Kansas City, they make several different kinds of cookies each and every day, and they sell them in different packs also. I had a chance recently to try a chocolate chip cookie from there. Oh my gosh, it was so, so good. Next time you're in the area, I invite you to stop by the Crumble Cookie Company. Try one of them out for yourself. Buy a few packs for your friends, buy them for Christmas gifts, however you want to do it. These could be some of the best cookies you have ever had. You might even if you so chose, wanted to bring some milk along. The Crumble Cookie Company. Very, very good stuff. 
It had been a tradition in past Thanksgiving editions of this show to feature one special story about one special family. I had missed it before Thanksgiving. You're about to get it for after. Here's Charles Corralt. This is a long road. It took nine children out of the cotton fields, out of poverty, out of Mississippi. But roads go both ways, and this Thanksgiving weekend, they all returned. This is about Thanksgiving and coming home. One after another, and from every corner of America, the cars turned into the yard. With much cheering and much hugging, the nine children of Alex and Mary Chandler were coming home for their parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Gloria Chandler Coleman, Master of Arts, University of Missouri, a teacher in Kansas City, was home. All nine children have memories of a sharecropper's cabin and nothing to wear and nothing to eat. All nine are college graduates. Cooking the meal in the kitchen of the new house the children built for their parents four years ago is Bessie Chandler Beasley, B.A. Tuskegee, M.A. Central Michigan, dietitian at a veterans hospital, married to a Ph.D. And helping out, Princess Chandler Norman, M.A. Indiana University, a school teacher in Gary, Indiana. You'll meet them all. But first, I thought you ought to meet their parents. Alex Chandler remembers the time when he had a horse and a cow and tried to buy a mule and couldn't make the payments and lost the mule, the horse, and the cow. And about that time, Cleveland, the first son, decided he wanted to go to college. We didn't have any money. And uh, we went to town. He wanted to catch the bus to go on up there. So we went to town and borrowed $2 and a half from uh, her niece and bought him a bus ticket to go up there. And uh, when he got up there, that's all he had. From that beginning, he became Dr. Cleveland Chandler, chairman of the economics department at Howard University. How did they do it, starting on one of the poorest farms in the poorest part of the poorest state in America? We worked. You uh, picked cotton? Yes, picked cotton. And pulled corn, stripped millet, dipped up potatoes. They all left. Luther left for the University of Omaha and went on to become the public service employment manager for Kansas City. He helped his younger brother James come to Omaha University, too, and go on to graduate work at Yale. And in his turn, James helped Herman in the blue suit there, who graduated from Morgan State and is a technical manager in Dallas. And they helped themselves. Fortson, a Baptist minister in Pueblo, Colorado, wanted to go to Morehouse College. I chose Morehouse. Uh, it was difficult for me. I'm not getting in, but I had to pick cotton all summer long to get the first month's rent and tuition. So, helping themselves and helping one another, they all went away. And now, 50 years after life began for the Chandler family in a one-room shack in a cotton field, now, just as they were sitting down in the new house to a ham and turkey and sweet potatoes and cornbread and collard greens and two kinds of pie and three kinds of cake, now, 
driven with his family all the way down from Minneapolis. And now the Chandlers were all together again. I was following him. We come at this moment. Giving you thanks that I have been so good and so kind. Jesus. We want to thank you, oh God, for his for your love and for your son. Thank you that you have provided for us through all of these years. Remembering all those years of sharecropping and going hungry and working for a white man for 50 cents a day and worrying about his children's future. Remembering all that, Alex Chandler almost didn't get through this blessing. And neither did the others. The Chandler family started with as near nothing as any family in America ever did. And so their Thanksgiving weekend might have been more thankful than most. children flew away and made places for themselves in this country and this weekend came home again. There probably are no lessons in any of this, but I know that in the future, whenever I hear that the family is a dying institution, I'll think of that. Whenever I hear anything in America is impossible, I'll think of that. A lot of belief for family, no question about that. I want to throw in... Hold on just a second here. I want to throw in another story about family, too. And this one is special to me. Because it... Um, is from the movie I referred to. And from the field that I had a chance to run. The ultimate father-son scene. And we'll use that to end this segment from Field of Dreams. If you build it, he will come. later when he was worn down by life. Look at him. 
He's got his whole life in front of him, and I'm not even a glint in his eye. What do I say to him? Why don't you introduce him to his granddaughter? Catch a good game. Thank you. You're so beautiful. For me. Well, for me, it's like a dream come true.
whoever said family was dead or that the family was divided couldn't be more wrong. The family this Thanksgiving weekend, in my view, my friends, is stronger than ever before. The Chandlers that Charles Corral talked about, and of course, the Kinsellas from good old Field of Dreams. And on that note, we'll be right back. tell you about a restaurant that my wife and I discovered recently that I think more of us ought to try. This is Terry Runyon from the podcast here to tell you about the Hawaiian Brothers restaurant. They specialize in chicken. They also have pulled pork available. There are Hawaiian names for each. And once you get into a place like this, you feel like you're on the islands, although in reality, of course, you're not. The tastes are unbelievable. It's affordable in this day and age. And I'm surprised more people haven't discovered this. So if you're looking for a place to eat sometime, may I recommend to you Hawaiian Brothers, located in North Kansas City on the Missouri side and in Shawnee, Kansas as well. To be honest, my friends, The next time we get together for the podcast, which will be next week, I'm going to be taking charge of what I would call a walk of faith. We're going to open the road to Christmas on the 1st of December. And the game plan is to make this Christmas the most fun and the most memorable ever. How this is going to happen is coming together as of right now. What you hear in the background is going to close things out on Christmas Eve. But beforehand, I'm not sure how this is going to work. You're going to hear music. You'll hear basically the stories of Christmas. From Mannheim Steamroller, from Trans-Siberian Orchestra, from the Oak Ridge Boys, from Martina McBride. From as many names as I can come up with, I'll even throw my own in. And we're going to do some things for Christmas that I might have done before or perhaps not. The point being this. This is going to be very definitely a walk of faith. And and I invite you to join me not only next week, but all throughout the month of December for, the, for what I hope will be the most special road to Christmas ever. 
and I do mean ever, right here on the New Directions podcast. I hope that all of us had a very good Thanksgiving. We spent time with family and friends. And I hope we're all ready to enjoy, hopefully, what will be a special Christmas for this season. Final thought for this show, God will put you back together and make you stronger right in front of the people that broke you. Amen. And with that, that's going to wind things up for this Thanksgiving weekend edition of the New Directions podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. See you next week when we open the road to Christmas. Until then, to get us out of here, a version of I'll Fly Away from the Grand Ole Opry, led by the king of country music himself, Mr. Roy Acuff. Roy, get us out of here, would you? I'm glad.